Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello, everyone. 
I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shikha and I welcome you to my channel. I'm so grateful that even though I'm only doing videos once a week, all of you are still supporting me in my journey of revealing everything that I know uh, there is to know about INFJs. And in this one, I want to speak to you about a question that a friend, uh, INFJ friend of mine recently asked me. And I thought it was a really good question because I'm absolutely sure I've done this many, many times in my life and I still do it unconsciously. I do it without even thinking about it. And I think a lot of INFJs do it without even thinking about it. It comes naturally to us to do this. And the thing I'm speaking about is emotional numbing. Now, I think a lot of the times what we assume as INFJs, as individuals when we're INFJs, we assume that we are not emotional. That's one of the reasons why we get really afraid of ourselves and a lot of times why we have fears that we're sociopaths or we're psychopaths because something really major will happen in our lives, something extremely major that will everyone's like just bawling their face off, they're crying and they're banging their heads against the wall and they're just going through an extremely emotional process, whereas we're just sitting there thinking, um, yeah, so... I'm hungry, you know, I want to eat something. I, when, when, when do you think I can leave and actually get something to eat? And <laughs> it's kind of funny if you think about it, but also not obviously because it's very tragic when you're living it from the other end because people will look at you like, are, are, you, an, are you a robot? Are you, are you, are you, why are you so cold? Don't you have any emotions? And in a lot of cases, people will leave us because of that because they will assume that we're crazy or they will assume that we're sociopaths or that we're emotionless, that we feel nothing which is kind of ironic because we are feelers to the extreme. And so for my, one of my conclusions, for myself at least, when I notice myself doing these things, is that I am numbing myself, for the moment at least. And I've done videos on this in the past where I shared that um, episode of my life where I really got the gist of it. I really realized I was actually numbing myself. It's because my, um, one of my grandparents died and we were at the funeral and you know I was really excited because everyone was together, all our families and we were on a vacation even though it was for a funeral and we were in India and, and there was lots of good food and you know I, I thought of it as a, like a festive occasion. I was still very young at that point, I think I was 14 years old and um, I, I was you know having fun with my, my brother and sister, we were just chilling out and playing and all this stuff and I didn't even think for two seconds that my grandfather had just died and that it was a funeral I, it didn't even register with me I wasn't very close to him so that's partly the reason but also I just didn't even think about it interestingly enough I got my period um, while I was playing around and um, at that point I, I, I didn't get that much cramps so I wouldn't even notice that I got my period and so my my white pants that I was wearing got soaked through with red blood and one of my aunts noticed and she's like hey you got your period, go do something about it. And at that moment, I felt so much embarrassment. I, I wanted to dig a hole in the ground and run away. And I was so embarrassed by the fact that, oh my God, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding in front of everyone. And how could I not even notice? And what's, what, what's wrong with me? And that's when I really started feeling the emotions. And all of a sudden, as I allowed myself to feel that emotion of, wow, I'm so embarrassed, I started feeling the emotions of, wow, my grandfather's dead. I can't believe it. He, I'm never going to see him again. Even though I wasn't very close to him, he was a really kind man. And he took, took care of me when I was younger. And he was a really good person in general. And, and I knew, partly I was upset also because my parents, my dad particularly, would really miss him. 
And as soon as I, as I said, as soon as I let go of that control I had, perhaps without even realizing it, I was not consciously doing this. As soon as I let go of the control, I started feeling one emotion that I'm embarrassed. Oh my God. I started feeling all of the other emotions as, as if like the tap was kind of turned on and everything just kind of came smashing through. And I felt this heaviness in my chest and this sadness and this depression. And all of a sudden I couldn't play anymore. And um, which makes sense, right? And then I calmed down and I sat and I really allowed myself to grieve over the fact that my grandfather was no longer alive. And I, I think I was only 14 at the time, obviously, so I, I didn't think too much about it. And, you know, as I'm looking back upon that episode, I can really understand that really it is the fact that we don't even allow ourselves because we've throughout my childhood, throughout our childhood as INFJs, we're so used to pushing emotions away, to not feeling them in the moment, to saying, okay, I'm going to be there for other people right now. They're feeling emotions and they're feeling all the sadness and, and I need to be there for them. I can't allow myself to feel these emotions right now. It's not the right time. Once I can help all these people get over it or you know, help them whatever, whatever they need to do, I can go into my cave and then I can feel all the emotions that are necessary and then I can allow myself to you know, grieve or do whatever I need to do. And usually INFJs are very much very private individuals, so even feeling emotions is not something we do in public. You know, we don't cry in public, we don't get angry in public, we don't get upset in public. We'll do it all on our own when we're at, at our house, in our apartment, with the doors closed, punching the pillows or things like that, right? Like, it's very much a private affair for us. And so I noticed that, you know, a lot of times, even when I'm alone by, by myself and I have the capacity to feel the emotions, even then I'm like, hey, is this the right time to feel this emotion? Should I be doing something else? Should I be taking care of someone else or doing something else? Maybe I should be feeling it later. Maybe this is not the right time. And it's really like it's compartmentalized in our, in our structure which is not a good thing, obviously, because what happens is that, you know, we'll deal with the other person's emotion, we'll take care of it, and when we come, come back home, and we're like, all right, now I can feel my emotions, but we push it away for so long that it doesn't feel right or comfortable anymore. And then so we're like, all right, I guess I'm fine, I don't need to really feel it. And then, you know, it's there, but we haven't felt it, and it's just stuck somewhere in our, in our bodies, and our hearts, and, and it, our hearts get a little closed. And then again, this happens over again, you know, something else happens and then we're like, no, not right now. We can't feel our emotions right now. We have to help other people and we have to be there for someone else. And so we're there for them. And then we come back home and we're like, all right, it's time to feel the emotion. And we're like, oh, but I don't feel anything. And so we do this. I've done this so many times over and over again that I've noticed that I, I, know, I know, know very much that my heart is so closed, has been so closed off in the past few years because it literally is like clogged up with all of those unfelt emotions and I know I did a video on this recently where I, I started doing Bhujangasana which is a cobra pose which is a really major heart opener in yoga and I I would do the pose and then I would cry and cry and cry for no apparent reason I would just feel all this emotion coming up and then I would do the pose and then I would cry and it, I would do it every single day and I think little by little I started opening up my heart because it literally was all of those clogged up unfelt emotions from past hist historical events that I hadn't felt they were just coming up and were being released so I'm not saying that you just start doing, doing Bhujangasana of course cobra pose but you can that's a really good way of opening up the heart but also to realize that it's okay actually to feel your emotion in the moment you can help someone else and feel the emotion at the same time as well but that's something that we're not used to so we have to practice at it but also to realize that if you kind of start thinking to, to yourself, hey, 
I feel like I actually don't feel emotions anymore. I feel like I'm turning into a psychopath. Then it's not that you're turning into a psychopath. Don't worry. It's very rare that an INFJ is uh, is not feeling emotions because they're a psychopath. It could be that. Obviously, I'm I'm sure there's some percentage of INFJs that are sociopaths or psychopaths. I'm not sure about the numbers, but how about you try this first? How about you try unnumbing yourself, unnumbing your heart, and starting to feel emotions more and more in the small situations. So what I would do is, um, because it's very hard for us to go right into it, you know, um, because we were so used to unnumbing ourselves for so long, I would recommend you start small. And so the first thing I would say is, start by feeling positive emotions because the the cruel thing that we do to ourselves as INFJs is that we don't allow ourselves to feel negative emotions of course but that also precludes positive emotions which means that when we feel happy happiness or joy and we feel intense emotions like that positive emotions even we're like no it's not the right time for it I'm not gonna allow myself to feel this and I know I've done this to myself many times where I have something major that I want to celebrate that I've done and I'm so proud of myself and I'm so excited, excited and ecstatic but I'll, I'll, I won't allow myself to feel it because I'll be like well is it okay to feel such an intense emotion what if the intense emotion consumes me and engulfs me and I, I get you know I, I can't escape from it and I have all these random stories associated with feeling emotions also because I've been told many times throughout my lifetime that I'm very emotional I'm too sensitive and I need to stop being so emotional mostly by my parents who would be surprised because normally I'd be a very quiet child and then I'd have these emotional outbursts because I would be controlling, 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 controlling and not feeling and then all of a sudden my, my dam would burst, my emotional dam and it would just like come pouring out and just like, you know, just all over everyone around me. And everyone would be like, what is wrong with you? Why are you like this? Why can't you control yourself? And I'm like, hey, this is the reason why I'm here is because I was controlling myself for so long that's a problem here of course I realize that now as an adult or an older person but back then I didn't understand what I was doing and so that's one of the reasons as I've said many times before I'm doing these videos for younger INFs just to understand that don't do this to yourself even if someone says you're too sensitive too emotional that's okay what's the big deal with being too sensitive or emotional why is that such a negative thing why is that such a criminal thing to do we are emotional beings we are feelers and we are usually surrounded by thinkers, which is unfortunate, but we are feelers, and feeling is not such a terrible thing. It's, it's better than letting all those emotions clog you up and then pouring all that bile on someone else who doesn't even deserve it, which is usually what happens, right? And so feel your emotions, start feeling the positive emotions because it'll help you feel the negative emotions as well. So, you know, if you have something really great happening in your life that you want to celebrate, or if you're just happy to be alive, which is usually what my scenario is, I'm just grateful to be alive, now let yourself feel that, you know, feel the positive emotion, really feel it in your heart, in your body, feel what it feels like, you know, is it, is it like a ball in your chest or is it like a white um, energy that surrounds you, like what does it feel like, you know, what is the color, what's the shape, and really go deep into it. And then start with the small things, obviously, as I said, you know, the joy that you feel when you play with your kid or with your pet, um, the joy that you feel when you go for a really long, long beautiful walk in nature. Uh, the joy that you feel when there's a beautiful rainstorm and you're you're just sitting there watching it in a comfortable spot or the joy that you feel when you finish something creative you know start feeling all that and then once you're able to do that then start with the negative emotions and actually feel it in the moment you can take a few seconds to feel that emotion yourself even if you're helping someone else even if you're holding space for someone else 
you can feel it yourself. You can take 10 seconds, 20 seconds, a minute. A minute is not going to change anything. It's not going to do anything to the other person, but it'll allow you to process a little bit of that emotion, to digest a little bit of it. So you're not holding on to it for later, and that later never comes, which is usually how INFJs do it. So this video is already very long. As you can tell, I have a lot to say about the subject because it's something that I've been dealing with for so long. So if it made sense, let me know. If it didn't make sense, and if you want me to expand on something, please let me know as well, because this is a really important topic for INFJs. We're not psychopaths, we're not sociopaths. We are feelers, and when we don't feel, we start deluding ourselves into believing that we're crazy. We're not. We just have been numbing ourselves for so long that we get into the scenario where we don't know how to feel anymore. So start with small steps, baby steps, and then you'll be able to get there. Again, I'm so grateful that you're on, your cha on my channel, on your channel, on my channel, and I'm really, really grateful for your support. I shall see you in the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.